0: Hey, 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 people, how you doing? How has your week been? It's another beautiful week. We started it well. And this is officially the second episode of our podcast, Straight Talk with Ali Love. Now, of course, you know I'm your host, the hostess with the mostest, the MC with the baddest, right? My name is Olaitan Wahab, a.k.a. Ali Love. And today we're going to be talking about A very, very mm, nice topic. Well, uh, you all know, for those of you that have known me for years, you know I have always worked with kids, right? Okay. So today I'm going to be asking parents, this is for parents actually, I'll be asking you a personal question. Is your child a bully? Now, bullying for me is very personal. I have actually had personal experiences with bullying, but I did the bullying. I'm sorry, but I did. And this, these are the reasons why. I will explain. I want to give you a bit of a backstory before we go into extensive research that I did on the topic. I, did, I didn't want to come on this show and not be able to bring my A-game, not be able to let you people understand where... That there are sources and you know there are consequences and, and you know how to to um for children how, how, as adults and children how we can just you know you know stay away from bullies or you know not cower before bullies. Okay, so growing up, I was an extremely quiet child. My mom actually said she was almost afraid I was going to talk for a while because I was talking. I could talk. I just didn't feel the need to talk. You know, So I remember vividly that I had an experience at age 2. I, I, I can't remember. I don't know exactly how it is. I kept that information in my head, and it never went away. It never did. I don't know how. Now, I, I, I stood at my dad's. I stood on, uh, by our railing. My dad and mom and my siblings, we stayed at the boys' quarter then, at my dad's house. And you know, one of our tenants, my father's tenants, who was actually Igbo, had, um, they were having this, you know, this Igbo meeting thing where the women come together. And, you know, I think the two of them came to the, to the back of the house, maybe to have a private conversation. I stood there, and as a, as a little child, I, I called myself a baby, I was curious. I wanted to know what it was that was making. <clears throat> You know, there was a, uh, what was happening with the people in front and, you know, I, I stood there and I remember vividly one woman, she, they used to be out there, my dad's tenant, you know, she looked at me and she just said, wow, this, this, Papa I won't forget, I don't know how, I promise you, I do not know how, I was able to remember verbatim, I was too at that time, my language use should probably have been a bit limited. I don't know how I remember vividly. I knew I wasn't wearing clothes. So I, I think I was wearing just pants. This was in the age where it was okay for children to actually walk around naked without anybody perving on them. You know. And she said, this Papa Shamsi's daughter is very, very ugly. I remember that. I remember that. And that word it stayed with me. It followed me all through primary school I, I I didn't see myself as beautiful. You understand? I, I didn't see myself as beautiful. I saw myself as manly because I looked like the boys in my house. I didn't look like the girls. My sisters was very petite. My sisters were, the, you know, they were the extremely girly, very beautiful. They bloomed on time. They had they, they had boobs for days. I was flat-chested. I think I started sprouting boobs at age I think I was 16, 17, 16, 17, I think. I was a late bloomer, basically. And I was as flat as a board. Do you get? So, now, all through primary school, I tried to make friends with the, you know, the popular kids, considering that I went to public schools all my life. You know, I try and make friends with the popular kids, you know, and um, the same popular kids were the ones I try and make friends with. And looking back, I realized that. It wasn't, um, it wasn't so, uh, it, it wasn't so good. I didn't fit in. I didn't fit in anywhere. Gradually, gradually, most of the people you see today that are tomboys, that, you know, most of the girls that, you know, they tend to dress a bit like boys. It comes from, I mean, an emotional place, a psychological place of insecurity. I had that. I, I was, I became a tomboy. I had a lot of male friends. I had an easier rapport with the opposite sex. It was easy for me to relate with them, and so I stayed away from girls. I just thought girls were just too petty. You know, they were petty. They looked down on you. They say stuff about what you were wearing. They say oh, this one looks poor. This one looks raggedy. You know, And so I stayed away from them. And I made friends with a lot of boys. And gradually, I started dressing like a boy. I started wearing baggy clothes. I remember my 10 years, you know. Um, And then, I went into secondary school. Wow. That is an experience that I will always remember. If there's any of my secondary schoolers listening to this podcast, you probably would be surprised. You won't be surprised. A whole lot of them would not be. Because they knew I was a tomboy during, you know, secondary school. And so, um, during my junior secondary school, I didn't become very vocal at home. I was practically a chameleon. I'd pretend at school I was like a wild animal. I would deliberately... And that's the thing about bullying. I would deliberately go out of my way to make someone feel bad. Because somebody had made me feel bad from the very beginning, from the inception of my life. And so it was easy for me to, to pick on people. I was a bully. Considering the fact that I wasn't on the big side, I wasn't built. It wasn't as if I had muscles i just was i had just i just had a nasty streak that went on for days man you know i'd make people feel so bad it was it was crazy anyway um i had this particular experience there was this beautiful beautiful girl she was such an early bloomer it was so annoying she had boobs for god's sake we were in js3 and this girl had boobs like a woman you don't understand I wasn't little really watermelon tangerine it was watermelon sized booze and all the boys were drooling Her, you know when they saw Fumilayo they just all lost their equi- equilibrium it was okay but it just made it easy for me to bully her I don't do things as nasty as beating on her because this girl was taller than me she probably would have pounded me into the ground but you know I had this bravado and that's the thing about bullies Bullies will come at you, come at you with a facade. Usually, a bully comes at you with a facade. They make you almost feel or believe that um, uh, that they could beat you, beat on you, or they could make you feel a certain way. You know, they have that they have that situation in control. They don't. Don't forget, a bully is coming from a place of insecurity. And so, I was small. Fumilayo could possibly have beaten the hell out of me. I don't know what made her scared of me. Till now, I don't know, maybe she had issues of her own. Yeah, she did, you know. But, you know, I, I just, it was th- that bad, you know. And then, there was a particular day, this was a time when, now, I grew up in a home where we didn't have so much. And, you know, it was just a hustling lifestyle, where I, I grew up in ijeshah and we'd, we'd get to trek to school. My school was in Adinua, and... I'd trek to school every morning, so that whatever it is, whatever money my dad or mom gave us would be enough for us to eat. So we'd have energy to trek to school, close at school in the afternoon, and then trek back home. It was, that was that was that was practically life for us. It wasn't a big deal. Do you do you understand? So it wasn't um, to to us then. It wasn't suffering because we we trek and mass. Do you understand? I wasn't... We would walk on the streets in mass, And, you know, it was okay because it was fun. We'd get loud. we talk. We'd gist. And um, I remember that. That was about the year Mr. Biggs opened their first... Opened some of their first branches in Lagos. And it was amazing and funny. I remember I, I, after Mr. Biggs was tantalized, as I think, and, you know, Fumla would come to school with meat pie. People, for God's sake, listen, this girl will come to school with meat pie. She comes to school with packed rice. This kind of rice. We know they shop on to Christmas. You know, understand. This big will bring her to school. I was like, what the? How the? Where? <laughs> I didn't hide it. And the fact that I was doing these things, I never hid it. You know what I'd do? I'd go into a locker. I don't know what gave me the guts. This is a personal experience. I don't know what gave me the guts. I'd go into this girl's locker. I'd take her food and I'd eat it. And I'd tell her that I ate your food. I wasn't stealing it. Don't get me wrong. This wasn't about stealing. I wasn't stealing it. I was eating it and she knew. And she'd be crying. I'd be like, why are you crying? And she's like, "Uh, I'm gonna so report you to the teacher." And when we get to the front of the chair, the teacher would never believe because, because as of that time, Fumi lawyer was 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 extremely tall. She was a very athletic-looking, you know, slender tall. And I was this not so tall, extremely slender, dark, you know, unassuming girl. And I was bullying somebody who was bigger and taller than I was. You know, and <laughs> some of you said, Kama. I'm sure Kama caught up on you. But, um, you know, I I, I just had that. It was just, that, that was just there for me. And we go there and it's just like, Suba, is it true? Did you? And I'm like, Ma, with a straight face and I'm like, please, Ma, look at me. Do you think I would ever, do you think I would ever, do you feel that I can take Fumilola, Fumilola food and my child was like, of oh, you are lying, you know? And you know, this this became a cycle until I just got tired. I think I got tired of it. I had a lot of male friends. I had a lot of male friends. I would probably do shout-outs now. <laughs> I had friends like La I had friends like Amechi. I had friends like um uh, uh what's this guy's name? The whole lot of them, I can't even remember. I have friends like that. I remember one of the the first reunions we ever went to. Somebody saw me and said, so you're a girl. That was the statement. It was that bad. I was a tomboy all through secondary school. I think that came from a place of insecurity on the way I looked. You know, I wasn't very secure. And um, yeah, I made some stupid decisions in that regard. Anyway, moving forward. Today I am the mom I have worked in the education sector for years. I've worked as a teacher. I am a parent of a special needs child. I have worked as um as a deputy head of school for major schools in Lagos State. I have worked as a, as an head of department for the preschool department. I can tell you I've worked as an assistant for the primary department. I can tell you that I've worked with children between very well, between the ages of one and ten. Perfectly. I've worked with them. And it's a fun. It's, I tell you, it's a fun experience to work with children because, wow, you meet personalities every day. And these children, they just make you forget life exists outside of the classroom. This is for those of us that are called to this job. You have to extremely love children to work with them, otherwise you probably would strangle them. Moving on, <laughs> um, this was an experience I, did not, I do not take for granted, I, I never did, I didn't take for granted. I felt it was really, really good. You know. Um, I, I had this, I had this thing, you know, I'm a mom and my son at birth was diagnosed with cerebral palsy due to, um, in stressful labor, <laughs> that one will come to another day, that's another topic we will talk about another day, and, um, you know, I remember the doctors telling me all kinds of things that, um, he probably wouldn't hit his milestones on time, blah, 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 blah. Uh, You know, for the first one year, I think one two years, I was, I was very very particular. I was was particular about the things people would say about my child, you know. And at a point, I become, I became very very vicious. Yeah, I'm not joking. I, I, I'm a mama bear. Up until now, I do not take. There's some certain things you can't say to my son. You're not welcome into my home if. You're going to put him down. If you're going to look at him a certain way, you're not welcome, ever welcome into my home. You cannot come into my home. These are boundaries I've put in place. It's not because a lot of people think I'm protecting him from the world. But no. And his mom, that's one of my jobs. That's one of the things I have to do. I know you will get to a, an age where he has to be independent, where he has to make these decisions, where he has to fight these battles. And this is for every other mom too. This is just not peculiar to the fact that my son is special needs. Um, but for now, protect your children. You know, Stand up for them. It's not okay. Can I just say this? It's not okay when a child, your child comes home to tell you, Mommy... A child beat me in school and he said, did you beat your own back? Let me. Can I tell you categorically from a professional standpoint, that is absolutely wrong. It is so wrong because you just told your child it's okay to hit someone else. If someone hits you, you can hit back. You just told your child it's okay to resolve violence with violence. And so when they grow... And if he's a boy and he grows up, and you know the wife loses his temper, her temper, and she probably just shoves him. It's gonna, not just shove her; it's gonna punch her in the face. Because you're told that nobody should hit you. It's not okay. I think conflict resolutions should should always should always come first. Have conversations with them. Over the weekend, I my my. My, ne- my nephews were and my nieces, they came in to visit me, and, um, you know, I saw one of them, one particular one, looking at my son a certain way, and I asked him. I said, okay, the gram dean is there, an issue. Why are you looking at Corridor? funny He said, and he made a statement. It was like, that he if, if felt, my, I think he pointed out the fact that my son couldn't do something the others were doing, you know, and... He saw my face. I'd not said anything, but the moment he said it, th- this, there was this mask that came on my face. At that point, I didn't care if he was my nephew. I just put into a compartment that is my nephew, I love him, but no. I need to put him in a certain place. I need to let him understand that that's not okay. Otherwise, he's not welcome in my house again. He's my favorite nephew. It doesn't matter. I don't want my son, you know, hearing these things and and you know feeling limited. I I can't. You, our parents didn't do these things. They, they they never. Growing up, I realize now that um, a whole lot of mistakes our parents made. Don't get me wrong. My mom was fantastic. You no, know, my dad the same. But I feel that they made some mistakes while they were raising us. You know. They didn't tell us a lot of things in words. They just didn't have time, you know. Yes, well, it's too much talking. They don't, they were action people. If you misbehave, they, they smack you around. You know, and just get your head back on straight. You know, they wouldn't ask you the pertinent questions that matter. And I think th- those are dialogues. Th- that's, that's conversation, having conversations with your kids. When you see a character trait in a child, please pick on it and ask. Now, let me go originally. To the little research I did about bullying. Now, bullying is to seek harm, intimidate, or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. Originally, the word bullying was not used in its current term, it used to be a term of endearment applied to either um, males or females among the Dutch in the mid 16th century. Now, it was even used as a term in a sport called hockey. There was always a player called a bully during hockey. Now, this term has, has moved over time to be associated with people who people who use unwanted aggressive behavior among school-aged children that involves real or perceived power imbalances. Both kids who are bullied and who bullies others may have serious lasting problems. In order to be considered bullying, the behavior must be aggressive, and this includes an imbalance of power. Now, an imbalance of power basically this means is this means that a bully is either bigger. Uh, uh, that's why um, this particular research has a bit of holes. <laughs> I wasn't bigger than my but than the person I bullied. I was actually smaller though you know i was on the small side but okay now thinking about it i had okay i had a friend who was extremely fat who was very i'm sorry for, to use the word fat i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm so really sorry uh, who was big she was on the very big side you know we were she was well fed and she wasn't the talking type she was practically my lackey in secondary school i, I just post stunts and i'm like amaka somebody made me angry amaka goes to beat on that person now i remember okay so moving on it's actually still the same an imbalance of power usually bullies have more physical strength than the person they're bullying they are usually very popular or they have embarrassing information that could help them control that person now repetition bully is something that doesn't happen once it happens all the time it never stops except it it puts Something stops it or someone steps in, bullying never stops. There are types of bullying, we have verbal bullying, which includes name calling, teasing, inappropriate sexual comment, threats to cause harm and taunting. We have social bullying, which which includes exclusion, spreading rumors, embarrassing someone in public. Um We also have physical bullying. This is, wow, okay. Hitting, spitting, tripping, making rude or mean gestures. Bullying usually happens on the playground, in school buses, the neighborhoods, and on the internet. Now, in all my years of working with children, I can tell you categorically that the the baddest form of bullying is usually pushes children to the edge really, really fast is social bullying, exclusion. The bullies of today, they will not beat on another child. They hardly ever do, because when they do, they get very punished. So, they don't want to be beaten. So, what they do is, they spread vicious rumors about this child. Okay, so I had an experience with a very fancy school. I'm going to say where the school is, but I'm not going to mention the name of the school. A very fancy, mm, hoity toity school in Antony. Um... Most of my working years, I've spent in Antony, Bagada, Ilupeju Axis of Lagos, and um, so I'm quite conversant with a whole lot of the, all schools there. Okay, so I remember there was this child, and this school had, at at that particular time, had a male principal who was a white man, and who was an American, and, you know, there was an issue these children were basically they were in basic two, and you know, the boy would always go home and say, Mommy, I don't want to go to school today. And the mother would ask him, Why? Why don't you want to go to school? And he would say, Ah, he would mention that another student who was a female, extremely brilliant, who had a love following, popular student. And made would go to the board when the teacher is out of the class and write rude comments about him. The boy's name then was Daniel. They would write like maybe Daniel, Daniel is a jerk, or Daniel is ugly, Daniel is disgusting. You know words like that on the board. And she would turn around to the class and tell every one of them that whoever whoever amongst you does not agree with this word is not my friend. So Daniel was in a a class full of students who didn't like him because one child was bullying him now this continued until one day the boy just I'm not going to school and the mother got really worried and she went to the school <clears throat> and reported this incident to the principal the parents of the child was brought in when the parents was brought in i remember correctly that at the re- the resolution was the the, the parents of the child was brought in and they said, well, uh, you know, this is a, a one child's word against the other. And the mother said, no, my son says every child in that class has been involved in this, you know, and, or that she's going to pull her, child, her kid out and she's going to make a ruckus about it. These are schools that were built on reputation, and you can't just go on the internet and say this is, You can destroy those schools, I'm telling you. Nigerians were fickle like that, you know. We won't hear one side of We won't hear both sides of the stories. We we'll just say, we all agree, and we all move on, you know. So, um, in the process she got, the, the, the principal's hands were really tied because this child was extremely smart. The, the bully was extremely smart and she kept saying she didn't do all those things, you know. She reached out to every other parent and in that class and asked them that, please ask your children questions about this situation. And the parents got back to her and said, yes, my son said this happened, my daughter said this happened. She said, please, I need you to sign a petition to get this child. Is it that this child is placed in another class or she is expelled? And you know, because I think the reason why that issue was never swept under the carpet is because the head of school as of that time was a white man. I promise you, if that principal was a Nigerian with the right incentive, they would have forgotten that issue they would have just told her that uh, you know don't go to the child's house and beg and and you know the nigerian mentality the man looked at the child I remember the words he used <laughs> he said i cannot believe a six-year-old a seven-year-old going to seven-year-old child has boko Haram tendencies <laughs> that the child is acting like a terrorist and that he himself is an adult and he is looking at the petitions and, and the statements of parents and he's scared. Now, a lot of you are going to ask, where was the teacher? A bully is very smart. Bullies are extremely smart. We're going to be looking at this topic, you know, no, no, not, not like but gradually. Bullies are extremely smart. They know how to get themselves out. In it. As a matter of fact, they will get you beaten. The teacher comes into class and Catches them acting out. They will lie on the next on their victim. And that victim had better not say it didn't happen. So they will get you bitten or punished or something. You know, that's just a personal example. I remember um, I remember when I, I, well, I sat in a bus one day with my son and So I get looks from people at that point my son still hadn't started controlling me drooling So it was a bit, you know, it was a bit, I don't know, a bit hard, you know, and I remember correctly I remember very very well that I Just had this look. There was this look at my son was getting from another woman. I looked at her and I said Do you have a problem, madam? And she looked at me You know, she was shocked. She didn't expect me to call her out. She was like, I said, "Do you have a problem? You've staring at my son for a while." He said, ah, no. "I know, I know, uh, this, And I said, "No, just can you not stare at my son like that way? You know." A lot of people would have probably said I was being overprotective, but no, I wasn't. My son is an extremely emotional child. He's the kind of child you can't do shouting around him. He's the only one allowed to shout. He believes he's the only one around allowed to make a ruckus in the house any other foreign noise. It's not normal for in my home for there to be noise and so if I'm having arguments with my husband and my voice is raising, one of the first things that brings me down very quickly is my son because my son is like, he just he sits still and he's looking at me and to, the look on his face is like, this woman is strange, I don't know if she's my mother anymore. And, and, and I picked up on her emotion very quickly. He responds to emotions a lot and. When, 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 and this takes me to inclusion. I am um, to stop bullying. Explain to your children, as parents, you have a role to play. Can you please explain to your children that not everyone is the same? It's okay if a child comes to school and doesn't have tidy hair, it is not that child's business. Can you please tell your kids? Do not encourage your kids when they come home to tell, tell you about another child. It's wrong. This is where it starts because you start giving them um, this ego thing from when they are small that you're better than this child. No. This, I am an inclusion advocate and I tell you categorically, I will pull my child out of any school that decides to bully him. I do not care. I will pull my son out. I have no apologies. I will pull him out, and I will not apologize for it. I will walk into any school, and I will fight verbally in every way except for physically. I will fight. I will stand and fight if I see any trace of bullying with my kid. And that is exactly what I expect parents to do. We got away with it in our own day. I didn't know I was bullying until later on in life. Do you realize that? It was such an obscure thing, which means a whole lot of us as adults, we went through bullying and we never really knew. When children, your kids in the boarding school come on to tell you things like, Mommy, somebody took my food away. Can you please listen to them? Because it's actually real. It's true. Somebody did take their food away. So they, the child that is being bullied, there are all kinds of effects. We have self-esteem issues. We have body image issues. We have uh, 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 emotional issues. Children that have been bullied. I rem- Recently, I saw, I saw the video of a young man who wrote a letter before he committed suicide because he had been accused of abusing a woman. Now, I don't know the story, and so I'm not going to delve into it. I don't know the full story. But yes, um, fundamentally, it's obvious the boy had you know, pending mental issues. issues that were overlooked by his family. But I still feel that tipped it, that tipped him over the edge. It's not okay. It's not cool. Tell your kids, let them learn. It's not cool to pick on other people. It's not cool. It's not right. It's not okay. Bullying is totally wrong. Capital, wrong. I am not an advocate of it. I will fight. For it, I am the mother of a son who is not just special, who is amazing and a genius and is taking his time to learn. And I, I I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I'm perfectly fine with it. But I will not like it when, when parents look at my son a certain way. Or, you know, a child says some disparaging remarks. Teachers have their role to play. As a parent, when there are signs of bullying, you know the signs. Your come, child comes home and says, Mommy, I don't want to go to school today. Find out why. Children are very, very wonderful. Find out why. Is it that they've done something wrong and there's prom, a promise for retribution the next day, or they're the one who did something wrong, or, you know, someone is picking on them in class? Bullying is a no no. Bullying is a no no. It's not right, it's not cool, it's not okay. Do not get me wrong, discipline and bullying is wrong. It's not wrong. They're totally different concepts. When your child, as a parent, does something wrong, as a Bible reader, as a Christian, when my son, you will be surprised, as special as he seems, he tries to run the entire house and runs circles around us. And you know, for, for a while I used to say, you know, maybe he doesn't really grasp it. No. It turns on and off the AC and when you're trying to get to him, my son is he's run out of the house. So what makes you think he's not like every other normal child? What makes you think I should not caution him? That's not bullying. So, get facts right for all the Indo-Meeting generation parents who will be listening to this podcast. Before you start saying that one person promoted us beating our children, children that you do not spank when necessary will bring dishonor to your name. As far as I'm concerned, I have no apologies for what I just said. I'm not going to look at them, um, do a research. An average American or something will tell you that. Uh, uh, um, it, it causes emotional scars. Nobody is asking you to pound on your kids. Can you not? Don't treat them like you want to kill them now. There are ways to spank a child. You do not have to go wild man and caveman or cave woman or or zombie on them and try to hit them up. Nobody says nobody saying that. Please, your child does something wrong. If you pick on the fact that your child is a bully, you make that child go back to school and apologize to that person. Make that child start having relationship having a relationship with that child he has bullied. Make that child begin to stand up for that other child. It's very important. So your child comes over and says, I didn't be like this boy. Not my friend. It's just a time. Find out the reason why. When you find out the reason why, accept that you are after you've sat and you've analyzed the situation and realized, okay, there's actually a reason why my son doesn't want to have a relationship with this child. It's okay for you to now, you know, leave the situation. But if it's, if it's that your son just doesn't like him without reason, that's, that's hate. Hate is beginning to build. So, um, that's about it for this evening. We could go on and on with this particular topic. It's, I'm passionate about it. Hey, because I was bullying. Oh, God, I wish I didn't have to say this. But I'd always told you that when I was going to start straight up without a love, that I would be using my life experiences. You know, I wouldn't come at you from a place that I don't know. It's okay for you to please listen and drop your comments now. You can drop your comments, and when you drop your comments, I will be reading our comments by the next section. Remember I said um, in my last podcast, um, <clears throat> okay, so I will be... Um, advertising businesses on this platform please if you have a business you want me to you know listen to if you have a business you would like to hear if you have a business you would please just let me know you know write a small introduction of your business your contact details how to get what do you do how you do it um, what service you create your web handles your social media um, pages and all that, you know. Let's just, uh, let me try to promote other women like me. And men, I'm not going to say women alone. And men, even though we women can be wonderful, and men also. So I will be picking four businesses over the course of time to help promote their businesses. And um, after then, any other business that will be coming on this platform, we we will look at properly. But in the meantime, that's what's been laid in my heart to promote businesses so thank you very much for listening i told you please listen to this podcast thank you for listening to the last one you for those of you that have not listened to the last one you can still check it body image amazing it was amazing thank you for those that listened thank you for the audiences that engaged you know i'm looking forward to hearing more i'm looking forward to you sending me message about sending me messages about what you want to hear you know in a podcast what topics you would like me to talk about at versatile? I'm willing to delve, I'm willing to dig. I'm just not interested in Nigerian entertainment. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I think there's still more, there are more important issues than that. Anything except <laughs> entertainment. But everything else I will, I'm willing to discuss. I have, um, uh, I have a degree in political science also. So yes, we can't discuss politics. I'm actually passionate about politics too. I'm a whole lot of things. I'm a jack of all trade. I do a whole lot of things. Okay, so thank you very much. Drop your comments. Let me hear what you think. If you have an experience as a parent who, as a child, who has been bullied, please let us know. Um, let me know. You can drop it and read it out, and uh, people could just give you advice about it. Um, if you have uh, if you have been bullied, even as an adult, adults get bullied too. If you have been bullied and as an adult, you know, um, don't be afraid to speak up. Thank you very much. Um, it's been a pleasure. Remember you can send me a WhatsApp messages on 0023604202. Uh you can send me emails on exalbionajawdu.com. You can also send me emails on um, olaitunwahab@gmail.com. At you can check me on you can check me up on um on Instagram as olaitunwahab. You can check me up on Facebook as um Ali Love. Ali love mc Ali love. All right, so thank you very, very much. I hope to see you next time. bye Hey, 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 people. How you doing? How has your week been? It's another beautiful week. We started it well. And this is officially the second episode of our podcast, Straight Talk with Only Love. Now, of course, you know I'm your host, the hostess, with the mostest, the MC with the baddest vibes. Right? My name is Oladunwohab, A.K.A. Ali Love, and today we're going to be talking about a very, very mm, nice topic. Well, uh, y'all know, for those of you that have known me for years, you know I've, I have always worked with kids, right? So today I'm going to be asking parents, this is for parents actually, I'll be asking you a pertinent question. Is your child a bully? Now bullying for me is very personal. I have actually had personal experiences with bullying, but I did the bullying. I'm sorry, but I did, and this these are the reasons why. I will explain. I want to give you a bit of a backstory before going to extensive research that I did on the topic. I did, I don't want to come on this show and not be able to bring my A game, not be able to let you people understand where that there are sources and you know their consequences and and you know how to to um. For children how, how, as adults and children how we can just you know you know stay away from bullies or you know not cower before bullies okay so growing up I was an extremely quiet child my mom actually she said she was almost afraid I was going to talk for a while because I was talking I could talk I just didn't feel the need to talk you know so I remember vividly that I had an experience at age 2 I, I, I can't remember I don't know exactly how it is I kept that information in my head and it never went away it never did I don't know how now I, I, I stood at my dad's I stood on uh, by our railing my dad and mom and my siblings we stayed at the boys quarter then at my dad's house and you know one of our tenants my father's tenants who was actually Igbo had um, they so were having this, you know, this Igbo meeting thing where the women come together. And, you know, I think the two of them came to the to the back of the house, maybe to have a private conversation. I stood there and as a, as a little child, I, I call myself a baby, I was curious. I wanted to know what it was that was making, <clears throat> you know, that was, a, what was happening with the people in front. And, you know, I, I stood there and I remember vividly. One woman, they used to be out there, my dad's tenant, she looked at me and she just said, wow, this this, Papachansi can help you. I won't forget, I don't know how. I promise you, I do not know how. I was able to remember verbatim. I was two. At that time, my language use should probably have been a bit limited. I don't know how I remember Vividly. I knew I wasn't wearing clothes. I, I think I was wearing just pants. This was at the age where it was okay for children to actually walk around naked without anybody perving on them, you know. And she said, this Papa Shams' daughter is very, very ugly. I remember that. I remember that. And that word it stayed with me. It followed me all through of primary school. And I, I didn't see myself as beautiful. You understand I I didn't see myself as beautiful I saw myself as manly because I looked like the boys in my house I didn't look like the girls my sisters was very petite my sisters were you know they were the extremely girly very beautiful they bloomed on time They, 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 they had boobs for days I was flat chested I think I started sprouting boobs at age I think I was 16 17 16 17 I think I was a late bloomer basically and I was as flat as a board do you get. So, now, all through primary school, I tried to make friends with the, you know, the popular kids, considering that I went to public schools all my life. You know, I try to make friends with the popular kids, you know, and, um, the same popular kids were the ones I try to make friends with. And looking back, I realized that it wasn't, um, it wasn't, so, uh, it, it wasn't so good. I didn't fit in. I didn't fit in anywhere. Gradually, gradually, most of the people you see today that are tomboys, that you know, most of the girls that, you know, they tend to dress a bit like boys. It comes from I mean, an emotional place, a psychological place of insecurity. I had that. I, I, was, I became a tomboy. I had a lot of male friends. I had an easier rapport with the opposite sex, it was easy for me to relate with them and so I stayed away from girls. I just thought girls were just too petty, you know, they were petty, they looked look down on you, they say stuff about what you were wearing, they say, oh, this one looks poor, this one looks raggedy, you know? And so I stayed away from them, i made friends with a lot of boys. And gradually I started dressing like a boy, I started wearing baggy clothes, I remember my teen years, you know? Um, and then i went into secondary school wow that is an experience that i will always remember if there's any of my secondary school who's listening to this podcast you probably would be surprised you won't be surprised a whole lot of them would not be because they knew i was a tomboy during you know secondary school and so um during my junior secondary school i didn't become very vocal at home you know, i was practically a chameleon i'd pretend at school i was like a wild animal I would deliberately, and that's the thing about bullying. I would deliberately go out of my way to make someone feel bad, because somebody had made me feel bad from the very beginning, from the inception of my life. And so it was easy for me to to pick on people. I was a bully, considering the fact that I wasn't on the big side. I wasn't built. I wasn't as if I had muscles. I just was. I had just. I just had a nasty streak. That went on for days, man. You know, I'd make people feel so bad. It was, it was crazy. Anyway, um, I had this particular experience. There was this beautiful, beautiful girl. She was such an early bloomer. It was so annoying. She had boobs, for God's sake. We were in JS3. And this girl had boobs like a woman. You don't understand. It wasn't little watermelon- or It was watermelon-sized boobs. And all the boys were drooling. her you know, when they saw Fumilayo, they also lost their equi- equilibrium. it was okay, but it just made it easy for me to bully her, I don't do things as nasty as beating on her, because this girl was taller than me, she probably would have pounded me into the ground, but you know, I had this bravado, and that's the thing about bullies, bullies will come at you, come at you with a facade, usually a bully comes at you, facade they make you almost feel or believe that um uh that they could beat you beat on you or they could make you feel a certain way you know they have that they have that situation in control they don't don't forget a bully is coming from a place of insecurity and so i was small two could possibly have beaten the hell out of me i don't know what made her scared of me till now i don't know maybe she had issues of her own yeah she did you know but, you know, I, I, I just, it was that, that bad, you know, and then there was a particular day, and this was a time when, now I grew up in a home where we didn't have so much and, you know, it was just a hustling lifestyle where I, I grew up in Ejisha, and we'd, we'd get to trek to school. My school was in Adinua and i will trek to school every morning so that whatever it is, whatever money my dad, or mom gave us, would be enough for us to eat. So they'd have energy to trek to school, close at school in the afternoon, and then trek back home. Was, that was, that was, bad, but that was practically life for us. It wasn't a big deal. Do you, do you understand? So it wasn't, um, to, to us then, it wasn't suffering, because we, we trek in mass. Do you understand? I wasn't, we would walk on the streets in mass, and, you know, it was okay because it was fun, we will get loud, we talk, we gist. And um, I remember that, that was about the year Mr. Bix opened their first, opened some of their first branches in Lagos. And it was amazing and funny. I remember I, I, after Mr. Bix was tantalized, as I think, and you know, Fumla Hyok would come to school with meat pie. People, for God's sake, listen. This girl will come to school with meat pie. She comes to school with packed rice. This kind of rice, we know they shop at Monte Christmas. You know what i This picky will bring her to school. I was like, what the? How the? Where? <laughs> I didn't hide it. And the fact that I was doing these things, I never hid it. You know what I do? I go into a locker. I don't know what gave me the cuts. This is a personal experience. I don't know what gave me the guts, I'd go into this girl's locker, I'd take her food and I'd eat it, and I'd tell her that I ate your food, I wasn't stealing it, don't get me wrong, this wasn't about stealing, I wasn't stealing it, I was eating it and she knew, and she'd be crying, I'd be like, why are you crying, and she's like, ah, super, so I will to report you to the teacher, and when we get to the front of the chair, the teacher would never believe, because as of that time, lawyer was was, was was extremely tall. She was a very athletic looking, you know, slender, tall. And I was this not so tall, extremely slender, dark, you know, unassuming girl. And I was bullying somebody who was bigger and taller than I was. You know? And <laughs> some of you said, <laughs> I'm sure Kama caught up on you. But, um... You know, I, I, I just had that. It was just, that, that was just there for me. And we go there and the child's like, Suba, is it true? Did you? And I'm like, Ma, with a straight face. And I'm like, Please, Ma, look at me. Do you think I would ever, do you think I would ever, do you feel that I can't take Fumilola fumi food? And my child was like, Balogun, you are lying, you know? And you know, this. This became a cycle until I just got tired, I think I got tired of it. I had a lot of male friends. I had a lot of male friends. I'll probably do shout-outs now. (laughs) I had friends like Lawal, I had friends like Amechi, I had friends like um, uh, uh, what's this guy's name? The whole lot of them, I can't even remember. I have friends like that. I remember one of the, the first reunions we ever went to. Somebody saw me and said, so you're a girl. That was the statement, it was that bad. I was a tomboy all through secondary school. I think that came from a place of insecurity on the way I looked, you know, I wasn't very secure and um, yeah, made some stupid decisions in that regard. Anyway, moving forward, <clears throat> today I am the mom I have worked in the education sector for years. I've worked as a teacher. I am a parent of a special needs child. I have worked as um, as a deputy head of school for major schools in Lagos State. I have worked as, a, as an head of department for the preschool department. I can tell you I've worked as an assistant for the primary department. I can tell you that I've worked with children between, very well, between the ages of one and 10, perfectly, I've worked with them. And it's a fun, it's, I tell you, it's a fun experience to work with children because Wow, you meet personalities every day. And these children they just make you forget life exists outside of the classroom. This is for those of us that are called to this job. You have to extremely love children to work with them, otherwise you probably will strangle them. Moving on. <laughs> um this was an experience that I do not I do not take for granted. I, I never did. I didn't take for granted. I felt it was really, really good, you know. Um I I had this I had this thing, you know. I'm a mom and my son at birth was diagnosed with cerebral palsy due to um in stressful labor. That one will come to another day. That's another topic we will talk about another day. And, um, you know, I remember the doctors telling me all kinds of things that um, it probably wouldn't hit his milestones on time, blah blah blah, 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 blah. And, you know, for the first one year, I think, one, two years, I was, I was very, very particular. I was, I was particular about, about the things people would say about my child, you know. And at a point, I become, I became very, very vicious, yeah. I'm not joking, I'm I, I a mama bear. Up until now, I do not take, there's some certain things you can say to my son. You're not welcome into my home if you're going to put him down. If you're going to look at him a certain way, you're not welcome, ever welcome into my home. You cannot come into my home. These are boundaries I've put in place. It's not because a lot of people think I'm protecting him from the world, but no. And his mom, that's one of my jobs, that's one of the things I have to do. I know you will get to a, an age where he has to be independent, where he has to make these decisions, where he has to fight these battles, and this is for every other mom too. This is just not peculiar to the fact that my son is special needs. Um, but for now, protect your children, you know, stand up for them. It's not okay, can I just say this, it's not okay when a child, your child comes home to tell you, "Mommy." A child beat me in school and he said, Did you beat your own back? Let me, can I tell you categorically from a professional standpoint, that is absolutely wrong. It is so wrong because you just told your child it's okay to hit someone else. If someone hits you, you can hit back. You just told your child it's okay to resolve violence with violence. And so when they grow, and if he's a boy and he grows up and you know the wife loses his temper, her, her temper, and she probably just shoves, and it's gonna, not just shovel it's going to punch her in the face. Because you're told that nobody should hit you, it's not okay. I think conflict resolutions should should always should always come first. Have conversations with them. Over the weekend, I, my 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 nep- my nephews were and my nieces they came in to visit me and. Um, I saw one of them, one particular one, looking at my son a certain way, and I asked him. I said, okay, the dean is there, are sure? why are you looking at Kori Funny? he said. And he made a statement, he was like, that if he felt, I think he pointed out the fact that my son couldn't do something the others were doing, you know. and." he saw my face I would not said anything but the moment he said it there was this mask that came on my face at that point I didn't care if he was my nephew I just put into a compartment that is my nephew I love him but no I need to put him in a certain place I need to let him understand that that's not okay otherwise he's not welcome in my house again it's my favorite nephew it doesn't matter I don't want my son you know hearing these things and and you know feeling limited I, I can't you, our parents didn't do these things they, they they never growing up, I realize now that um, a whole lot of mistakes our parents made. don't get me wrong, my mom was fantastic you know my dad the same but I feel that they made some mistakes while they were raising us you know. They didn't tell us a lot of things in words. They just didn't have time, you know. Yes, felt it's too much talking. They don't. They were action people. If you misbehave, they they smack you around. You know, just get your head back in, on straight. You know, they wouldn't ask you the pertinent questions that matter. And I think th- those are dialogues. That, that's, that's conversation. Having conversations with your kids. When you see a character trait in a child, please pick on it and ask. Now, let me go originally. To the little research I did about bullying. Now, bullying is to seek harm, intimidate, or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. Originally, the word bullying was not used in its current term. It used to be a term of endearment applied to either um, males or females among the Dutch in the mid 16th century. Now, it was even used as a term in a sport called hockey. There was always a player called a bully during hockey. Now this term has, has moved over time to be associated with people who people who use unwanted aggressive behaviour among school aged children that involves real or perceived power imbalances. Both kids who are bullied and who bullies others may have serious lasting problems. In order to be considered bullying, the behaviour must be aggressive and this includes an imbalance of power. Now, an imbalance of power, basically this means, is, this means that a bully is either bigger, uh, uh, that's why um, this particular research has a bit of holes. <laughs> I wasn't bigger than my than the person I bullied. I was actually smaller, though, you know, I was on the small side, but okay, now thinking about it, I had okay, I had a friend who was extremely fat, who was very, I'm sorry to use the word fat, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so, really sorry, uh, who was big, she was on the very big side, you know, we were, she was well fed, and she wasn't the talking type, she was practically my lackey in secondary school, I, I just post stunts and I'm like, Amaka, somebody made me angry, Amaka goes to beat on that person, now I remember okay so moving on it's actually still the same an imbalance of power usually bullies have more physical strength than the person they're bullying they are usually very popular or they have embarrassing information that could help them control that person now repetition bully is something that doesn't happen once it happens all the time it never stops except it it puts Something stops it or someone steps in, bullying never stops. There are types of bullying we have verbal bullying, which includes name calling, teasing, inappropriate sexual comments, threats to cause harm, and taunting. We have social bullying, which includes exclusion, spreading rumors, embarrassing someone in public. Um, we also have physical bullying. This is wow, okay. Hitting, spitting, tripping, making rude or mean gestures. Bullying usually happens on the playground, in school buses, the neighborhoods, and on the internet. Now in all my years of working with children, I can tell you categorically that the the baddest form of bullying is usually pushes children to the edge really, really fast is social bullying exclusion the bullies of today they will not beat on another child they hardly ever do because when they do they get very punished so they don't want to be beaten so what they do is they spread vicious rumors about this child okay so i had an experience with a very fancy school i'm going to say where the school is but i'm not going to mention the name of the school a very fancy mm, hoity twenty school in antony um, Most of my working years I've spent in Antony, Bagada, Lupe Axis of Lagos, and um, so I'm quite conversant with all of the holy stories schools there. Okay, so I remember there was a child, and this school at at that particular time had a male principal who was a white man, and who was an American. And, you know, there was an issue. These children were basically, they were in basic two. And you know, the boy would always go home and say, Mommy, I don't want to go to school today. And the mother would ask him, Why, why don't you want to go to school? And he would say, "Ah, He would mention that another student who was a female, extremely brilliant, who had a love following, popular student, and made would go to the board when the teacher is out of the class and write rude comments about him. The boy's name then was Daniel. He would write like, maybe Daniel Daniel is a jerk, or Daniel is ugly, Daniel is disgusting, you know, words like that on the board. And she would turn around to the class and tell every one of them that whoever, whoever amongst you does not agree with this word is not my friend. So Daniel was in a, a class full of students who didn't like him because one child was bullying him. Now, this continued until one day the boy just I'm not going to school. And the mother got really worried. And she went to the school and reported this incident to the principal. The parents of the child were brought in. When the parents were bought in, I remember correctly that at the, re- the resolution was, the, the, the parents of the child was in and they said, well, uh, you know, this is a, a, one child's word against the other and the mother said, no, my son says every child in that class has been involved in this, you know. And, or that she's going to pull her, children, her kid out and she's going to make a ruckus about it these are schools that were built on reputation and you can't just go on the internet and say these things you can destroy those schools i'm telling you nigerians were fickle like that you know we we'll won't hear one side of we we'll won't hear both sides of the stories we don't agree and we we'll don't move on you know and so um in the process she got the the principal's hands were really tied because this child was extremely smart the, the bully was extremely smart and she kept saying she didn't do all those things you know she reached out to every other parent and in that class and asked them that, please ask your children questions about this situation and the parents got back to her and said yes my son said this happened my daughter said this happened she said please I need you to sign a petition to get this child is it that this child is placed in another class or she is expelled and you know because, I think the reason why that issue was never swept under the carpet is because the head of school as of that time was a white man. I promise you, if that principal was a Nigerian, with the right incentive, they would have forgotten that issue. They would have just told her that, you eh, know, don't go to the child's house and beg. And, and, you know, the Nigerian mentality. The man looked at the child, I remember the words he used <laughs> He said, I cannot believe a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, going to seven-year-old child has Boko Haram tendencies, (laughs) that the child is acting like a terrorist, and that he himself is an adult and he is looking at the petitions and, and the statements of parents and he's scared. Now, a lot of you are going to ask, where was the teacher? A bully is very smart. Bullies are extremely smart. We're going to be looking at this topic, you know, you know no, no, not, not like, but well, gradually. Bullies are extremely smart. They know how to get themselves out. Of it. As a matter of fact, they will get you beaten. The teacher comes into class and catches them acting out. They will lie on, the next, on their victim. And that victim had better not say it didn't happen. So they will get you beaten. Or punished. Or something. No, that's just a personal example. I remember, um, I remember when I I sat in the bus one day with my son, and I started getting looks from people. At that point, my son still hadn't started controlling his drooling, so it was you know it was a bit, I don't know, a bit hard, you know. And I remember correctly, I remember very very well that. Just had this look. There was this look at my son was getting from another woman. I looked at her and I said, "Do you have a problem, mother?" And she looked at me. You know, she was shocked. She didn't expect me to call her out. She was like, "I said, do you have a problem if you're staring at my son for a while?" She said, ah, no. "I know, I know, and I said, no. Just can you not stare at my son like that way? You know, a lot of people would have probably said I was being you know, overprotective, but no, I wasn't." My son is an extremely emotional child. He's the kind of child you can't do shouting around him. He's the only one allowed to shout. He believes he's the only one around allowed, allowed to make a ruckus in the house. Any other foreign noise, it's not normal for in my home for there to be noise. And so if I'm having arguments with my husband and my voice is raising, one of the first things that brings me down very quickly is my son. Because my son is like... He just he sits still and looking at me, and to, the look on his face is like this woman is strange. I don't know if she's my mother anymore. And 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 I picked up on her emotion very quickly. He responds to emotions a lot, and when when, when and this takes me to inclusion. I am um, to stop bullying. Explain to your children, as parents, you have a role to play. Can you please explain to your children that not everyone is the same? It's okay if a child comes to school and doesn't have tidy hair. It is not that child's business. Can you please tell your kids? Do not encourage your kids when they come home to tell tell you about another child. It's wrong. This is where it starts because you start giving them um, this ego thing from when they're small that you're better than this child. No. I am an inclusion advocate and I tell you categorically, I will pull my child out of any school that decides to bully him. I do not care. I will pull my son out. I have no apologies. I will pull him out and I will not apologize for it. I will walk into any school and I will fight verbally in every way except for physically. I will I will stand and fight if I see any trace of bullying with my kid and that is exactly what I expect parents to do. We got away with it in our own day. I didn't know I was bullying until later on in life. Do you realize that it was such an obscure thing which means a whole lot of us as adults we went through bullying and we never really knew. When children, your kids in the boarding school come on to tell you things like, Mommy, somebody took my food away. Can you please listen to them? Because it's actually real. It's true. Somebody did take their food away. So they, the child that is being bullied, there are all kinds of effects. We have self-esteem issues. We have body image issues. We have a... Uh, 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 emotional issues Children that have been bullied. I rem- recently I saw, I saw the video of a young man who wrote a letter before he committed suicide because he had been accused of abusing a woman. Now I don't know the story and so I'm not going to delve into it. I don't know the full story, but yes um, Fundamentally, it's obvious the boy had you know, pending mental issues issues that were overlooked by his family, but I still feel that tipped it that tipped him over the edge It's not okay, it's not cool, tell your kids, let them learn, it's not cool to pick on other people, it's not cool, it's not right, it's not okay. Bullying is totally wrong, capital wrong, I am not an advocate of it, I will fight for it. I am the mother of a son who is not just special, who is amazing and a genius and is taking his time to learn and I'm okay with that. I'm okay, I'm perfectly fine with it. But I will not like it when, when parents look at my son in certain way, or you know, a child says some disparaging remarks. Teachers have their role to play. As a parent, when there are signs of bullying, you know the signs. Your come, child comes home and says, Mommy, I don't want to go to school today. Find out why. Children are very, very wonderful. Find out why. Is it that they've done something wrong? and there's a promise for retribution the next day, or they're the one who did something wrong, or, you know, someone is picking on them in class. Bullying is a no-no. Bullying is a no-no. It's not right, it's not cool, it's not okay. Do not get me wrong, discipline and bullying is wrong. It's not wrong. They're totally different concepts. When your child as a parent does something wrong, as a Bible reader, as a Christian, when my son, you will be surprised, as special as he seems, he tries to run the entire house and run circles around us. And you know, for, for a while I used to say, you know, maybe he doesn't really grasp it. No! He turns on and off the AC and when you're trying to get to him, my son is he's run out of the house. So what makes you think he's not like every other normal child? What makes you think I should not caution him? That's not bullying. So get facts right for all the Indo-Meeting generation parents who have been listening to this podcast. Before you start saying that one person promoted us beating our children. Children that you do not spank when necessary will bring dishonor to your name. As far as I'm concerned, I have no apologies for what I just said. I'm not going to look at and um, do a research. An average American or something would tell you that uh, uh, um, it, it causes emotional scars. Nobody is asking you to pound on your kids. Can you not? Don't treat them like you want to kill them now. There are ways to spank a child. You do not have to go wild man and caveman or cavewoman or, or zombie on them and try to hit them up. Nobody says Nobody's saying that please your child does something wrong if you pick on the fact that your child is a bully you make that child go back to school and apologize to that person make that child start having relationship having a relationship with that child he has bullied make that child begin to stand up for that other child it's very important so your child comes over and says I don't be really like this boy no my friend, it's just a thing find out the reason why when you find out the reason why, except that you, after you've sat and you've analyzed the situation and realized, okay, there's actually a reason why my son doesn't want to have a relationship with this child. It's okay for you to now, you know, leave the situation. But if it's, if it's that your son just doesn't like him without reason, that's, that's hate. Hate is beginning to build. So, um, that's about it for this evening. We could go on and on with this particular topic. <laughs> I'm passionate about it. Hey, because i was a bullying oh god i wish i didn't have to say this but i would always told you that what was going to when i was going to start straight up without a love that i would be using my life experiences you know i wouldn't come at you from a place that i don't know it's okay for you to please listen and drop your comments now you can drop your comments and when you drop your comments i will be reading our comments by the next section remember i said um, in my last podcast um <clears throat> Okay, so I will be um, advertising businesses on this platform. Please, if you have a business you want me to, you know, listen to, if you have a business you would like to hear, if you have a business you would, please, just let me know. You know, write a small introduction of your business, your contact details, how to get, what do you do, how you do it, um, what service you create, your web handles, your social media um, pages and all that you know let's just uh, let me try to promote other women like me and men i'm not going to say women alone and men even though we women can be wonderful and men also that so will be picking four businesses over the course of time to help promote their businesses and um after then, any other business that will be coming on this platform we will we will look at it properly but in the meantime that's what's been laid in my heart to promote businesses. So thank you very much for listening. I told you, please listen to this podcast. Thank you for listening to the last one. You, for those of you that have not listened to the last one, you can still check it. Body image, amazing. It was amazing. Thank you for those that listened. Thank you for the audiences that engaged. You know, I'm looking forward to hearing more. I'm looking forward to you sending me message about sending me messages about what you want to hear. You know, in a podcast. What topics you would like me to talk about? Ambassador. I'm willing to delve, willing to dig. I'm just not interested in Nigerian entertainment. Sorry, <laughs> no. Um, I think there's still more. There are more important issues than that. Anything except entertainment. But everything else, I would. Will, I'm willing to discuss. I have, um, uh, I have a degree in political science, also. So. Yes, we can't discuss politics. I'm actually passionate about politics too. I'm a whole lot of things. I'm the jack of all trade. I do a whole lot of things. Okay, so thank you very much. Drop your comments. Let me hear what you think. If you have an experience as a parent who as a child who has been bullied, please let us know. Um, let me know. You can drop it and read it out and uh, people could just give you advice about it. Um if you have, uh, if you have been bullied, even as an adult, adults get bullied too. If you have been bullied and as an adult, you know, don't um, be afraid to speak up. Thank you very much. Um, it's been a pleasure. Remember, you can send me a WhatsApp messages on 2360 uh, 0023604202. You can send me emails on exilebeyondgeo.com. You can also send me emails on all um, lights that you all have at gl.com. You can check me on, you can check me up on, um, on Instagram as. Light on Wahab. You can check me up on Facebook as Oli um, Love, MC Oli Love. Alright, so thank you very, very much. I hope to see you next time. Bye ya!